Welcome to Parenting Matters with Dr. Gloria Morgan on WDKX. I'm letting you know that education is in my DNA. In my previous session, I talked about the challenges children face, and specifically in school with teachers. Today, I would like to share the challenges they face with their peers. Peer pressure is real. And as parents, we must give our children the tools to navigate peer pressure. The biggest thing that can happen is to engage in open, honest, and authentic conversation with your child. Peer pressure can be either positive or negative. When peer pressure is positive, it pushes you to be your best. Negative peer pressure is when someone who is a friend or part of a group you belong to makes you feel that you have to do something to be accepted. It's the negative peer pressure that we usually think of when the phrase peer pressure is used. I encourage all parents to give your child a definition of the word peer pressure, both positive and negative. I'm sharing with you today strategies suggested by the Fairfax County Schools in Virginia. Consider sharing them with your children during an uninterrupted time together. Give examples and suggestions based upon their age. Pay attention to how you feel, is what we must tell our children. If something doesn't feel right about a situation, it probably isn't right. Even if their friends seem okay with what is going on, the situation may not be right for your child. Next, plan ahead. Think about how you will respond in different situations is what we must tell our children. Plan what they will say or what they will do. Third, talk to the person who is pressuring you. Let him or her know how it makes you feel and tell that person to stop. Fourth, have a secret code to communicate with parents. Something you can say or text to the parents that lets them know you need out of a situation. As a parent, you can either call or text to say that you need, that they need to come home or that they need to pick you up. Now, this is an interesting one because in our family, um, my daughters and I have a secret code that we use. Of course, I can't tell you because if I do, it's no longer a secret code. The fifth suggestion is to give an excuse. It should be okay to say no without needing to apologize or give an explanation. But it may be easier to say no if your child has a ready-made reason. 
perhaps saying that they have a medical reason, such as asthma or allergies, and the situation may be dangerous for them to do. Or even they can state that their parents need them to come home if your child feel it would be best to leave the situation altogether. Six, have friends with similar values and beliefs. As the expression says, birds of a feather flock together. In other words, those values and beliefs that your child has should be among their friends that they choose. It's easier to say no if someone else is also saying it. Saying no together makes it easier for the both of you. And last, get support from a trusted adult, such as a parent, teacher, or school counselor. That's important to tell our children because a trusted adult can listen and help with these strategies or others that will make the situation better. The bottom line, parents, is have that conversation before it's needed. I can't say at what age it's necessary, but I know for my children, I started it when they were in, uh, what, fourth, fifth grade. You have been listening to Parenting Matters with Dr. Gloria Morgan on WDKX. Question, are you willing to make the time to discuss these strategies with your child.